Man, I think I'd rather see The Rock and Emily Blunt together than hear you say, give her the sauce. Emily. Give her the sauce. <laughs> Welcome to the What's Up Everybody podcast, where we fashion ourselves cinematic judge and jury. My name is JJ Carter. I'm here with my co-host, Matson Heiner. Better red than dead. Javier Ortiz. What is up, my nerds? And Ian Anderson. Some shit. We appreciate your help growing the podcast. Go ahead and hit that follow or subscribe button. Tell a friend about us. Check out our website, whatsoverdict.com, where you can listen to all of our episodes. You can also sign up for our newsletter to get exclusive content and updates pick up some sweet merch and interact with us. The question we always ask is if you ever find yourself wondering if you spend the time, money, or both on a movie, to help with that question, each week put a movie on trial, discuss the facts, pass judgment, and let you know our verdict. Today we're reviewing Jungle Cruise. It was released July 30th, 2021. It's written by Michael Green and Glenn Ficarra. It was directed by Kwame Collet Sarah. It stars Emily Blunt, Dwayne Johnson, Jack Whitehall, Edgar Ramirez, Jesse Plemons, and Paul Giamatti. It's based on Disneyland's theme park ride where a small robot takes a group of travelers through a jungle filled with dangerous animals and reptiles, but with a supernatural element. If you haven't seen this movie and you want to avoid spoilers, now's the time to pause the podcast. Go watch this movie. Come back, pick up where you left off. If you don't mind spoilers, stick around with us because we're getting ready to spoil the shit out of this thing. So for the common folk who can't afford to go to Disneyland and ride the ride, this, there's no supernatural part of the ride. Sure. No, and that's what like, I think they were trying to say in that is that they added with uh, a super, okay. super natural it. element. Cool. I just wanted to clarify. Had to spice the ride up a little bit. Now, I've never been to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World a few times because I grew up in the East Coast. But I've never, I've never been, been to Disney World. Disney World's cool. It's very been to both guess i am not a common folk i could say i've been to neither (laughs) (laughs) poor people love them uh this is the funniest podcast joke to me right now (laughs) i don't even know how it got started other than that's insane the common people let them eat cake (laughs) good god i just think i think it came from for me because everyone like i said in our spoiler free most of my family are they were like do you do you like any movie? Like, do you give any movie like a four or five or any movie that's up there? I'm like, yeah, they're there. But it just seems like everything we've watched lately has just been very underwhelming. It's fair. 2020 ruined us because we will accept anything as a movie. So long as it's out, we'll watch it. Yeah. And they know that. I mean, the crazy part is, is most of the movies we've watched in 2021 were scheduled for 2020 release. So it's not like, Yeah, that's why the the pandemic, it's a conspiracy from Hollywood. (laughs) Hollywood fucked us over 2020 so that they could give us shitty movies and we wouldn't complain that much. Could be. That's why they're so disappointing is we did wait for them so long. Oh, fuck. That could be a part of it, too. You know, there's there's some movies I'm excited for, like Top Gun, James Bond, Dune. We'll see. Jury's still out. Maybe it saves us, but... Just so our listeners know, if you didn't chime into the spoiler free, this movie was not that great. I wouldn't say it was super bad. It was just kind of like, meh. It was a money grab. Put Dwayne Johnson, The Rock in it, put Emily Blunt in it, and get people to come pay $30 on Disney after you already pay a monthly subscription. You freaking Robin from the common folk over here, people. Just let me watch the (laughs) damn movie if I've already paid for the subscription. Like, why we got to go out and rob my pockets some more? I understand that it costs me less. To watch it at home, especially if I'm watching with some friends, just everyone Venmo five bucks is pretty cheap. But still, at the same time, it's a pain in the ass. And just let me, I paid this for the subscription. Let me watch the damn movie. 
I, but then they don't pay their actors either based on what we're paying that 30 bucks. Apparently either. not. So like you might as well just get Zack Snyder to do your next movie. <laughs> nope. Freaking Netflix has got him. Dude. Yeah, you get Zack Snyder, you get M. Knight, and you get uh Lynn uh Miranda. Lynn Manuel Miranda. Those three guys, those are the only three people you need to make a movie. Just gotta drop those names. No, so no, I, I mean to... you literally don't need another soul. They will handle everything. That's fair. No, I do have to tell a quick funny story before we actually talk about the movie we're reviewing for this podcast. We went to see last week when we went to see uh the protege. There was a preview for some cute little cartoon that Javier seemed really excited about. And I was laughing and I leaned over to Ian and I said, he's going to be really pissed here in a second. <laughs> and Wait, what like, was it? I don't remember the name of the cartoon. It was, the, but, it was like the one about music and everybody had like a talent or something. Yeah. They're like in, oh, in Central like, oh, South new, America. Sing. Yeah, new Disney no, not Pixar sing. movie, right? Oh. Yeah, it's a new Pixar and everybody's got like a talent and they're talking about everybody in this town. Has, and it's got the big, big burly chick that's holding up like yeah, I remember that one. with her one in each hand or whatever. And it looked oh. really cute and funny. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I leaned over to Ian and I said, and you were getting, Javier's getting all excited about it. I can hear him over there talking. He's like, I just love great. some South American representation, you know? Yeah, he's getting all excited. And then I leaned over to Ian and I said, he's going to get really pissed here in a minute because I'd seen this preview already. And all, and all of a sudden he's like, well, why? I'm like, just watch. That's all of a sudden songs written by Lin-Manuel Miranda and you hear Javier go, God damn it. <laughs> the movie's called Encanto. Yeah, there you go. I was like, I actually was like, had a twinge of like, mm, this music sounds a little too familiar. And then his name popped up. I was like, son of a bitch. I can't get away from this guy. I laughed so hard. So hard. <laughs> anyway, so Jungle Cruise. Yes, I agree completely with the assessment that this is 100% a money grab. Let's throw a couple of big stars in the in you know the title card, and then make it about another movie that was or about another ride at Disney and and let's see what we can do. And the thing is, is it worked for them when it comes to money making money, it worked. But the movie's not that not that good. It just seemed like there were no bad ideas with this movie, like they were just spitballing and they only did it once and then they made a movie out of it. Like like we have this ride, where do we want to take this? And they're like, how about so obviously it's in Brazil because the Amazon, they're like, great. And obviously there's Spanish conquistadores, like, of course. And obviously one is covered in honey. Definitely. And it's just like ideas like that the whole way through. And they're all bad ideas. My problem, my big problem with this movie is Javier, you're right. That it was really, there was a lot of shit that didn't make any sense at all. There was really like, what? Well, okay. And then there was even worse parts that were so predictable that I was like, okay, I've already, I know how this movie ends already. Like it's so insane, but there were some funny parts to it. Like I laughed at the fucking jungle cat sneaking out of the the little cage thing on the dude's bed while he's primping himself or whatever. Like I kind of, and I don't know why I laughed at that, but I chuckled. I was like, okay, that was pretty clever. And I think maybe because I put my kid hat on because it's a Disney movie that was obviously designed mostly for kids, though it was very dark and had some seriously deep sexual innuendo at some points in this movie. So, yeah, Did it? that was kind of oh. weird. What did yeah. I miss? When so I after there's a conversation between the brother and the rock about how the brother's gay. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And then after that, there's this conversation, and I don't even remember. Like, I was trying to think about it today for the podcast, but there was a conversation that Casey and I both were watching this going, this is dirty. <laughs> like, it was – and it, they kept going with it. Like, there were what two was it? three times. Something the brother was saying to The Rock about, like, what? sitting on something or – like it was like working a lever or something because i know at one point the guy yeah i started doing this motion and i was like are you serious this is a kid movie (laughs) and you're pulling this yeah it was dirty yeah yeah and i know it's dirty when casey goes this is dirty (laughs) i went over my head yeah i must have not caught that yeah i'm amazed that you didn't because it was it was bad i'm trying to think of what the actual line was because it was it was special. Disney is so bad at this whole like inclusion and representation stuff. Oh, like yeah. in their Marvel movies, they're like, look, strong, powerful females. And I'm like, you can make a movie where women are strong and powerful without forcing it. They can just be strong and powerful and be a normal part of the story. And for Jungle Cruise, you can have a man who's gay and be part of the story in a normal way. You don't have to make it weird. Well, and you don't have to like, uh, yes, I agree with you completely. And I think to take it even a step further, like you don't have to, because I'd be, I can't wait for the day that Disney has a character where they just say, I'm gay. Say the words. I can't think of one where they actually say it. That's a Disney movie. Like even this one, he doesn't say it. They like allude to it. Yeah. He says like, uh, I don't my interests lie elsewhere. elsewhere. That's exactly what it was. And then, yeah. yeah, I was like, just fucking say it. Why is it so hard for you to just be like, yeah, I'm gay? Why is I, I just don't understand it. If you're going to do it, then do it. And if you're not, if you're going to take a stand and not put it in your movies, then don't. But don't ride like that line. Yeah, pussies about <laughs> it. Just he was either into make the a choice. Wire. We'll never know. Kinky. I mean, there are there are people out there that like that stuff. So. All right, I got to do this. I got to I got to be the person that talks about the end of a movie. The reason I think I have such a bad taste about this movie is just man, the ending, like talk about predictability, talk about like you just knew when she was walking away, she's like, "Oh no. He's dead. He's never coming back." And yeah. then they they flash to it, the emotion. You're like, "This mother effort. He's coming back." That look the the what did she put in she put something in his mouth like the little flower petal or something that yeah, dissolved and it did it 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 didn't work oh my goodness it was just so cliche to the it just it really annoyed me like really that part really annoyed me i'm confused yeah, too because can't we just wait for another moon and the tree's gonna come back yeah, yeah it's like, literally oh. the only two people on the planet who know where this thing is and lunar cycles are just that they're cycles so you know what I would love? Though? Also, I would I would love for a movie to get to the point where it's like, oh, it can only happen on a bleeding moon and then not be like it's two days away. I want to hear like, oh, it has to be on a bleeding moon. OK, well, you've got like three weeks, so I don't know what you want to do until then. Maybe circle the jungle a couple of times, come back. Training montage. Yeah, <laughs> it happens once every hundred years and music just happened last year so you got 99 years so i guess i don't i don't know you just we don't have a movie <laughs> but then it also pissed me off too that like okay so you have a hard choice right this is the movie of 
nobody has to actually live with their consequences. I just want a difficult decision to be made and then not have everything work out for them. Like they had it set up to where she had to make a choice. You either keep the one pedal and then go and use it for medical advancements or you give it to the rocks character and save Frank. You can't do both. And it pisses me off that she got to do both. Not the least of which because because the tree blooms again when the sure you just have to wait. Yeah, that's fair. It's a it's a question of patience. Yeah. Yeah. I just hated that it worked out immediately. Where where were the German am I allowed am I allowed to say Nazis on this or do I have to say Germans? No, you can't. It's only on the YouTube that you have to be careful. All right. So like where the where are the Nazis doing when Nazis do best? Just destroy the tree. You got you get like your whole bloom. And then just just knock that effort over. Like that's what they do best. They always ruin good things. I was waiting for that to happen. Never happened. These Germans were very like lackadaisical when it came when this thing was like bloomed. Like they weren't bum rushing this thing and just like hoarding these things in bags. They were just like, Emily Blunt, go get us one. I'm like, okay, those are not the Nazis that we all know and love. Yeah. Okay. Well, Real Nazis would have taken whole branches down. Did anybody else? I, I have you guys seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Because yeah. for some reason, the like Bulgarian guy and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang really remind me of this German villain, and I yeah. couldn't help but like hear him the motor car. Like, where is the flying motor car? <laughs> and he has this like submarine that he's doing, and I just I couldn't take him seriously because I kept thinking of the villain in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Well, that's the other sad part is I don't think they wanted you to take this guy seriously. But no, the other piece yeah. of it is, is this is a guy that's crazy enough to drive a freaking submarine into a river. Like, no he's not going to stand there and have another character go get him his flower. Like, And they're like singing and he's like shooting his gun into the air of like, what is going on? Also, that? the moon sets twice a night in the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, that was a fun fact that I didn't know about. And let's not forget that the whole reason that she was disappointed and got this second rose petal or got this flower, gave it to the rock was because they were in love. That was the most awkward coupling I've ever seen in my life. So weird. Like it was like, I though, wouldn't have done the thing. awkward. JJ, I don't know if you caught this, but that's a, that's a quiver in your, that's an arrow in your quiver. As far as the argument about women liking older men. Because she hated this dude until she found out he was 400 years old. And then she was like, oh, damn. Okay. That was the first civilized conversation they had. Do you think he can have babies? Who knows? If he I'm couldn't, sure. the flower. Give, or give, her, give her the sauce to have babies, I should say. He can't have babies. But Man, I think I'd rather see The Rock and Emily Blunt together than hear you say give her the sauce. Emily. Give her the sauce. <laughs> yeah, that was... That was a weird romantic pairing. It was so weird. They had great chemistry as friends. Mm -hmm. But as soon as it became romantic, I was like, that's just weird. Because they came across as brother and sister style more to me than most of the movie. And so like when they started making out at the end, I was like, "Ah, that's just weird. It should have been The Rock and her brother. Right? That's that's a romance we should have had. So actually, here's the romance I wanted. I wanted the weird German dude. And the brother, like when the German dude kidnapped the brother, and that would have like been great. This banter, I was like, the brother's gonna turn the German dude to the good side. I was like, this is gonna be great. 
I even said it in case I was like, I think the German guy's gay too. And that they'd make a fun couple, these two weirdos. I was like, I want to watch these guys in a movie together. That would be funny. But they didn't go there. They were you know, the more we talk about the, the German guy and everything, this movie also made me think a little bit about Indiana Jones, where they tried to take some aspects of that. Now with like the the Germans coming in and them being more playful like they did Indiana Jones. So not only was it Pirates and Indiana Jones and to me a little bit of Jumanji in a sense as well. Like they're just trying to bum off all these movies. I It, it was it was a weird movie. And can I ask the villains show up? OK, first of all, I have a problem. Nowhere. Okay, let's back up. How did the German guy know where to find these other conquistadors when it is later said Good point. that the Rock Rock's character, Frank, said he was the only one that knew where they would be? He didn't map out where they were. So how did this guy know? Because he backtracked and went and found these guys. How did he know where to find them? That was never explained. Bothered the shit out of me. Thing number two. Why did these guys have the powers they have? I understand the snakes, kind of, because there's snakes in that jungle. That's one of the things it's known for. We didn't see a single bee before that other guy showed up. The tree guy I get because they were in the jungle being held by tree roots. But the mud guy, that's the whole point. They were dried out stone guys. There was no mud. Where do these guys' fucking powers come from? Like, it's like you said, Javier, that they just go, what are some cool things we can make happen? Oh, I know what would be funny. This guy keeps licking his own fingers because he's covered in honey. That shit's hilarious. Let's make him a bee, a walking beehive. I actually don't get the powers, period, because that wasn't part of the curse. So they just you just develop these powers if you're just sucked into an Amazon wall for long enough. Because I wondered, where's the rocks powers? Yeah. Is it at the just because he was never frozen in the jungle he didn't get powers that's bullshit yeah that's exactly what happened i think the rocket screwed over even more because how do you build the town and you end up the person that can't even get an engine for your own riverboat (laughs) (laughs) that's fair you should have been like the paul giamatti character like owning all the river boats like this this is he literally built this town I feel like movies always make people poor like that. And you're like, no, like he would be a kingpin at that point. So I know I mentioned this on the spoiler free, but The Rock is Spanish. He's a Spaniard, right? I didn't. That's correct, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's part of a Spanish conquistador. I mean, they put a weird, awkward beard and some curly hair on him early on in the like. What was that about? (laughs) Okay, let's make our Polynesian friend Spanish. For all of those, like all those guys like me who are losing their hair, even an immortal loses his hair. So don't feel bad. So The Rock, like obviously doesn't speak Spanish, but he at at one point in the movie, he structures a sentence incorrectly. So like, yeah, so I forget what the line was, but it's basic. Like, like there was there's no one checked this. No one fact checked this dude's Spanish or the lines or whatever. So he speaks Spanish with a terrible accent and incorrectly. So I'm like, that's incredible. It was like Google Translate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They just popped it it kind, into this script into Google Translate. It's kind of like they took the English sentence and just translated it word for word. Like, it was bad. And that's then, terrible. and then like, no one speaks Portuguese. Yeah. In, in this movie. 
I know. They all well, speak English. And you know, why the hell does the Rock have a perfect American accent when yeah, he's a Spaniard that's been living in Brazil? Where did he learn that? When would he have <laughs> I can't, dude. I mean, I even Paul Giamatti had an accent of some sort. Like, what the hell? <laughs> Maybe right. The Rock doesn't do voices. He says in his contract, this is the way I speak, and you're going to pay me my money. Take it or leave it, bitches. And they're I mean, like, we'll take it. That's fine. <laughs> but change your story or hire a different actor. Like, you can't you can't have the cake that the poor people want to eat and eat it too. Like you just can't. <laughs> nice. Combining the two. Love exactly. it. Exactly. You can't do it. it Cause it, it's silly when you start to think about the fact that this dude is a Spaniard who's lived for 400 years in Brazil, but has a perfect American accent. What the hell? And it's not like we're in modern times. We're in the forties, the, thir- the 40, the 1930s yeah. and forties. How it's where, not like where would he have American, picked up an American yeah. accent? It's not like a bunch of Americans are traveling and hanging out with this dude for the last 400 years. Where does he get that? It's because The Rock can't do it, but they still wanted The Rock to headline this movie. I would be insulted, but it's Spaniards. I'm like, fuck the Spaniards. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's terrible that he fucked up one simple line in Spanish, though. It's like, like three words, too. And I can't, I can't remember what it is, but I, I listened to that. And I was like, what you have to cast speak Spanish. Like the, the actual like Spaniards, they yeah. speak Spanish. Yeah. They don't, they don't speak Spanish like Spaniards do. Well, but... no, it's cause he's not a Spaniard. <laughs> right. None of them are Spaniards. So, <laughs> but they all speak Spanish. And so no one in this whole cast and crew was like, yo, you're saying that wrong. Crazy. Yeah, how does that happen? Because I'm sure Edgar Ramirez was somewhere in the room, right? Like, yeah. And I looked it up. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'm doing it wrong, right? Like, there's no way that, like, there's no way this happens. And I'm, and so I'm just looking up. I'm like, in what world can you structure a sentence like this in Spanish? And the answer is, in no world. Yeah, because Edgar Ramirez, the villain, the main-ish villain, the main cursed villain, is from Venezuela. So. Yeah, yeah, he probably speaks perfect Spanish. Yeah, they all did. They had great accents. Not Spanish accents, but like, you know, they spoke Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Yeah. And, oh, God. It, oh, I hate that I'm getting swayed so hard on this movie, but it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not looking good. It just doesn't make sense. But to say this movie is anywhere in the stratosphere of some of the more worst movies I've seen, I, just, I can't say that, but it's just... To me, it, it's a movie that copied other movies that was made to make money. And Okay. This is not even close to the town for me. So it's got to be less than a 2.5. I fucking hate you. Right? <laughs> you can't even be serious. I'm 100% serious that this Jungle no, this Cruise is less than a 2.5. Yeah, I, so, oh God. Yeah, it's obvious that it was a money grab. And it was obvious that I just, I'm surprised. And I don't, I want to know because I know I, The Rock hasn't done a lot of disney movies i guess that's not true he did like that tooth fairy movie he's moana. done a bunch moana and then i know emily blunt's like disney's new main headliner because she did the wow mary poppins mary poppins Ah, uh, yeah which was really good by the way and she did a great job but 
I yeah, I just find it really surprising that those two the rock less because he did some pretty shitty movies early on in his career. But this is bad even by the rock standards. It's true. Right? Like, did you watch that movie where he, where he is basically storming a skyscraper? Yeah, it's skyscraper. <laughs> Oh, is that what it's called? (laughs) (laughs) Real original. I bet you The Rock named it. It's like, like that is probably one of the worst rock movies because it's another one of those no bad ideas, right? And this is like on par for that, like that level of like the storyline's not thought through very well. So this is bad even by The Rock standards, but not like out of the universe, right? Like The Rock is just known for just some crappy action movies. Emily Blunt though? Yeah, that one's surprising. I am disappointed. Like as a father, I'm disappointed in Emily Blunt. I'm not angry, Gosh. just disappointed. Good actors have bad movies, but yeah, I mean, you can't excuse them for that, but they could have just said no and not taken the paycheck for sure. But I think the more of the Otis is on Disney for even allowing this to make the screen per se, but I'm happy I watched this movie over some other movies we've seen. I'll say that. And it was called Skyscraper, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Really? (laughs) I thought. And the more I look at his like his filmography, he's made some really shitty movies. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Like he did Rampage. Did you guys ever see Rampage? Rampage was so bad. We did it for this podcast, didn't we? No, we didn't. Oh, no. No, but Dude. Rampage was bad. He did Baywatch. Baywatch. You know, it, uh, The Rock is a part of, I think, the worst CGI I've ever seen in a movie, which was it the, oh, the original yeah. Mummy or was it the second, oh, the second Mummy? The Mummy, the curse of the that was, that's, Being King or whatever. It's like one of the worst oh. CGI scenes ever in cinema. It's horrific. Not I his fault. He was in one of those movies. I'll never forget that. It was so bad. Yeah, the big score is The Mummy Returns, like the big scorpion thing with like his face on it and his face looked terrible like even the purposefully shitty cgi of ryan reynolds face on that big ass weightlifter was like <laughs> a better. million times better than the rock on yeah. this scorpion. it was terrible yeah so he's got some he's entertaining he's got some really great movies but he does have some pretty bad pretty bad movies the rock if you're listening to this yeah give us a shout out i mean you can just count dollar bills and say whatever you want to say to us but make a better movie next time pick a better movie I just want want him to tell me what he's cooking. That shit would be funny as fuck. Call me a jabroni, maybe. Anyway, you guys are probably too young for that shit. What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Are you having a stroke? No. Those of us that were old enough to watch wrestling when we were younger and be adults to do it. Like, that's all his wrestling jargon. Yeah, he was a wrestler before he moved. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, no, yeah, I knew that. (laughs) JJ, you want to know something that's funny? My, My nephew that's up here, he... He listens to us sometimes. He saw us all in there. He's like, is that JJ? He looks old. I was like, <laughs> oh, damn. Shots fired. I was like, uh, and then you put your hat back on or whatever. I was like, yeah, he's, he's not like that old. He's like, oh, he doesn't look as old as I thought now. And he was like, he looked old for a second. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> yeah, I am pretty old. I'm losing my hair. The rest of it's turning gray. I am old. You're really not that old, though. Yeah. It starts with a four. That's all that matters. This movie's pretty bad. Well, I got to lean into it. So we talked about it in the in the spoiler free, but Ian, I'm with you. Like, I enjoy a good dad joke. So there were a handful, like, in the fact that he just kept pushing it. But I didn't know, Javier, that those are straight out of the ride. They actually have all a those. A lot of them are. Yeah. 
and and there was a lot of nods to the ride like the the hippo that like the fake hippo that like bursts out of the water like that's out of the ride yeah the waterfall seeing the backside of a waterfall that's out of the ride yeah so there's a lot of nods to the ride but a lot of those jokes yeah they deliver on the ride interesting yeah see and i would have i like i said i've never been on the ride i wouldn't know that i didn't even know it was based on a ride until i started getting ready for this podcast like because I'd never been to Disneyland and have no intention of going to Disneyland. So I, it was just never anything that I knew, but I had a good chuckle at a couple of the, the dad jokes. Not going to go to star Wars I land. Did, if I do, it'll be I in Florida. Grab, I did grab a couple of the jokes just because I like, I couldn't help myself. And I think the one that made me laugh the most is when he was talking about how he had a girlfriend and they didn't see eye to eye. Cause she was cross-eyed. But the best part <laughs> is, that she thought or he thought that she was seeing someone on the side. On the side. <laughs> yeah. I love that shit. I love dad jokes, like just terrible jokes. Yeah, I love it. I went and visited Star Wars Land, except I couldn't figure out how to get there. So I asked a Disney employee, I'm like, uh-huh. how do I get to Star Wars Land? And he corrected me and he was like, do you mean... And then whatever made up bullshit fairy tale land oh, name yeah, they have yeah. for it. And I was like, yes, of course, that's what I mean. What 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 else would I mean, dude? Dude, dude, freaking Disney workers, like anyone involved with Disney. You guys are just pretentious pieces of shit. I feel bad for like the Disney employees, though, because actually like they have like a rule book. So one of the companies I work for, we went to like Disney training. Oh, I think I'm about to feel bad. Yeah, you probably will. The <laughs> book that these guys have to like follow the rules of is like huge. They're not allowed to like point with like one finger. If you ever watch, they always have their hands like all four fingers if they're directing you somewhere because pointing's rude. And so you don't point. Like so is seriously. The knife hand. You don't just whip that thing out. I know, but yeah, that's they they, they have to open hand point. The people that are in the like suits, they're not allowed to take that shit off ever where anyone can see them. Like that I did know. Period. I actually know someone who's like a princess at I think she's in Tokyo now. And like even their social media, they can't say I am the princess. They have to say like I'm friends with the princess or whatever, whatever they share pictures about it. It's yeah. weird. Disney's weird, dude. Yeah, Disney's very weird. Hey, and to build on your jokes, I enjoyed the two can one too. <laughs> Drawback <laughs> only two can play. <laughs> two can two the, the orange juice factory got canned. <laughs> Put the squeeze on me. Put the squeeze on me. I love how everyone hey, groans. When does a it's joke like, become a dad joke? I don't know. When it becomes apparent. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that's why I knew. Who was it? Javier, was it you that sent that joke that somebody said about the if you're Ian or was it you, Ian? That if you're Ian and you have a daughter, no. you have to name her Lillian. Oh, that was that was Javier. Lillian. My girl, my, I wish I could have named my dog that. If I would have known, Lillian. I would have named my dog Lillian. Lillian. <laughs> Seriously, like I laughed like for 20 minutes when you sent that text. Like that was the best. Anyway. Dude, I laughed for 20 minutes before I sent it to you guys. I'm like, this is this is peak humor. This oh, is yeah. the funniest thing I've ever said. Shit's the greatest. Something else, just an off-topic weird thing that really struck me about this movie, and I'm amazed that they got them to do it, was the really cool remake of Nothing Else Matters by Metallica that was like the headline of this soundtrack. 
I was blown away. All of the instrumental music at the beginning, and then there was like some throughout the middle of the movie, like the really slow haunting music. That was like a reimagining by Metallica and another Ooh, uh, musician to to that. of the song Nothing Else Matters. Unreal. Like I, I was like, like Metallica. Yeah. First thing that Casey and I said when it started, I was like, ooh, they pretty paid a pretty penny for that. Because Metallica's no joke when it comes to their music, but they did like it was written and performed and reimagined by Metallica. So I'm sure they didn't have to pay as much as we might think, but I loved that. Every time that was on, I was like, well, I got to get a hold of that. So the soundtrack was pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yep. So, but yeah, there's this movie's. mm. It's glad we watched. Glad we watched Stillwater instead of this. Oh, Oh, gosh. (laughs) Dude, Stillwater is way better than this. (laughs) Oh, it's so long, though. It's the same length as this movie. Uh, It felt longer. In fact, they might be shorter. (laughs) (laughs) That's one thing I go into the Ether Sreller movie producers. Longer does not always mean better. Dude, do you guys remember that three-hour Hulk movie? Oh, by Ang Lee. Yes. Tried to make it look like a comic book. Yes. Terrible. Awful. With Eric Bana. Yes. As uh, yeah, I remember. Mm -hmm. And Nick Nolte as his dad. Yeah. Turned into like the uh, the big. It wasn't. Oh, what was it called? Like the. Anyway, it was a big monster at the end that he fought with. What a terrible movie! I saw that in a drive-in. Yeah, dude, I went to theaters for that, and I was like. Oh my god, it's like two in the morning. It's terrible. <laughs> the movie just wouldn't end. I love drive-ins. Me too. I love them. One last thing that I wanted to see on the soundtrack, but I didn't hear it, was you guys. And this might be you guys might be too young for this. You guys ever listen to Weird Al Yankovic? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Everyone's listening to Weird Al. His song Skipper Dan, that was about the ride. When I found out it was about this ride, this movie, I was like, oh, they missed out on putting Skipper Dan in this movie. Because that whole song by Weird Al Yankovic, Skipper Dan, is about the Jungle Cruise ride at Disneyland. Huh. Yeah. I don't think I've heard that song, but you haven't. I Check it out. I haven't heard that song either. Well, it's funny the as fact shit. that they can't speak a correct sentence in Spanish, it doesn't surprise me that they didn't know that that song existed and was made for this movie. All right, boys. This might be our shortest podcast in a while, but you guys ready to rate this thing? I'll go All first. Right. All right. Go ahead. All right. If the town from Javier was a 2.5, just just a travesty of ratings. Yeah, it's catching one of, on. One of the worst ratings, if we look back at the history of our ratings, in my opinion, ever for a movie. No, that just was the most honest rating. No, just just so bad. Anyways, I'm no, struggling. I think your rating of Stillwater might be the worst. What were you thinking, dude? It's up there. That's up there in our worst ratings. What did I give that movie? Less than a two and a half, I think. (laughs) Yeah, I did not like that movie. I'm going to give this movie a 1.5. I think our listeners know I didn't have a lot to say for this movie, and I think that's really why it deserves that. It's it's a movie that had an identity crisis that had dad jokes that didn't really work for me. I'm not a dad, so maybe they didn't land. I don't know. I thought it was a money grab. I think it's, again, if you watch it with kids, which I did, it was entertaining enough to watch with them because they they enjoyed it for our underdeveloped minds. Let that be a key when you watch movies that are made by Disney. This isn't a movie I'll watch again. This isn't a movie that 
I'm going to remember pretty much anything about. So are there worse things you could watch? Absolutely. If you're going to watch this with your family for a movie night, I think you'll you'll watch it and be like, ah, watch that. And then you'll forget that you watched it like a week or two later. And I think that's where this movie sits. So a 1.5 for me. Looking forward to movies that have a stronger storyline and have a purpose, hopefully. In the coming months, James Bond, I'm looking for you. Thank you. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on. Stillwater had one of the best storylines we've watched in a long time. I was just bored with the movie. I didn't say it had, if we go back and listen to that, I didn't, I didn't knock it for not having a good storyline. It was just boring to me. It just was long. Make it shorter. Make it like 40 minutes short. It'd been amazing. (laughs) You want an hour and 20 minute movie? It's kind of fleeting, right? (laughs) Well, Underdeveloped by <laughs> Beat me to it by like two seconds. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I'll go next. Uh, yeah, you guys have, have talked me down and the fact that they fucked up a simple Spanish line, which I didn't know, but that's terrible to hear, like, especially in the fact that The Rock was obviously miscast outside of the fact that they wanted his name at the top of the billing of this movie. I'm very disappointed because I love Emily Blunt. Like, I think she's one of the best actresses of the current generation, but this movie was well beneath her. And obviously there's a contract there with Disney that she leaned into and had to star. And and to their credit, they tried to make this movie fun and entertaining. Those two, their chemistry until they started making out was really good. When they started making out, like I said, it got a little weird for me at that point. But up until that point, I had fun with them. The bickering, the bantering, the fact that he called her pants the whole time, the shit made me laugh. <laughs> And the brother was funny at times. Like I said, I wish they would have leaned in more and just had him call himself gay and be done with it instead of being all Heidi Heidi about it. I mean, at least it's there. So I, it's yeah, it's not a good movie. If you're a child, it's probably pretty fun to watch. It's There's probably some scary parts, pretty exhilarating for them. For adults, unless you have kids and you're doing it for them, skip it. Definitely don't pay for this movie. If you already have paid for it, I apologize that we didn't do this earlier, but. I'm glad I didn't watch it before now. With that said, I'm going to give this also. Ah, yeah, I'm going to give it a one and a half because I still enjoyed it more than I liked The Protégé, which I gave a one. So this one's a one and a half. I won't watch this movie again. Even with my nieces, I wouldn't watch this movie again. I'd say let's watch something different. So, yeah, there it is. Javier. Okay. I think this is a terrible movie. I think it's it's a pathetic excuse for a movie. It is haphazardly thrown together. CGI is bad. Storyline's bad. Spaniards should, or anyone in Spain should just be insulted by this movie. Like if Matt Damon gets ripped apart for playing a movie in the great wall, uh, I don't know how the rock is getting away with this, but you know, cancel culture, I guess it's just bad. It's just a bad movie with that said. And I've been the most critical of this. I'm just, I'm going to give it the same rating, which is a 1.5. I, I think I can see how it's people can tolerate it. So it's not the worst movie ever. I am against the idea that just because there are worse movies out there, that it should be rated higher. I mean, there's worse things that I could do to my eyeballs, but it doesn't make this <laughs> movie any more bearable. So 1.5. I'm not going to watch this again. No one should watch this the first time, but definitely no one should watch it a second time. And that's it. And in my defense, I don't I didn't score it higher because there are worse movies. I'm just saying I scored this movie badly. And I still sit by the fact that it's worse. So I can't, I have a hard time justifying them both being ones when I actually think it was a better movie than Protégé. I think that's more of a jab at myself because I do do that. I compare movies all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Ian, bring us home. You know what? I haven't asked in a long time. I feel like it might be a good thing, but 
I would love to ask Javier what he would rather do than watch this movie. Mm. Alec will be so happy. What would I rather do? I'd rather do Alec. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is the perfect answer. (laughs) That's good. good. Um, I'm trying to remember what I rated the protege. I was trying to look up. uh, You gave it a two really quick because I want to make sure I'm. I gave Protege a two. Yeah, I gave it the lowest score. That doesn't. Yeah, we we both gave it a two. That's why I said it was really generous. Wow. Okay. That I feel like I'm having a crisis of ratings right now. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I did too. I'm like, I should not have rated that a two because I didn't enjoy this movie less than I enjoyed Protege. They're equally bad. (laughs) I mean, they're on a par for pretty bad because they both have really great lead actors we're just in a terribly written movie. So yeah, yeah. that's fair. With that said, I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, this movie did not keep my attention very well. It was kind of one of those where I'm watching it, but I'm getting other stuff done because it, I mean, the story isn't great. There's a lot of unanswered questions. I don't know how you build a town and not run the thing. Um, I thought that was kind of funny, but I was very impressed with their speed and ability to change and remove engines so quickly because um, oh, I've like watched YouTube videos of people do that and it's not like a just crank it out so anyways that aside um, I very much felt like this was let's take Pirates of the Caribbean and put it in the jungle I, they they should have went back to the drawing board come up with something a little more original or not done recently by Disney because um, they just like to redo their movies so but at the same time, thinking of my other ratings, I might give this a two, but just for the dad jokes, because I've really <laughs> laughed at the dad jokes. Dad jokes for days. And I'm always looking to add those to add those to the the running list of dad jokes. So yeah, I'm gonna go with a two. I don't have a desire to watch this again. My family wanted to watch it. Yeah, sure. I'll like kind of sit by it and suffer through it, but um, I'm not gonna seek this one out. So that's where I'm at. One and a half, so a two pretty low ratings for this movie and ian you brought up a whole nother problem how the fuck did they steal the engine in 1940s and not get caught like how'd you transport that from dock to dock i thought they had agreed with him to take the engine because they were able to like take so long putting it in so i didn't realize they were stealing it until the very end when they took off oh he owed too he the rock owed him five grand right for this engine Something mm-hmm. he owned a he owed him a bunch of money, which because the weird he, bird Frank owes me money. That's an insane Frank amount of money for the 1940s, right? Like I can buy a car for well, five I grand today. Was, I think this yeah. was uh like tens, twenties. This wasn't because the motor cars that they had these weren't you know your 1940s. Oh, were they talking about was, World War One, not World War Two? Because they were talking the Germans about were the bad War guys one. in World War One too. Oh, see, that's German. another thing. I didn't and even like know what time this took place uniforms. then. Oh. Yeah, it was it was World War One era. That's true. That he didn't even talk time. about the Reich or Hitler or anything like that. So yeah, dude, they swapped out those engines like like NASCAR pit crew. Crazy. All right, well there it is for Jungle Cruise. Skip that one if you need to. So next week will be Shang Chi. That'll come out on the fifth of September. Keep an eye out for that. Go check us out at our social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. All at what's our verdict? Check out our spoiler freeze on YouTube. Try to leave as many of those as we can for you so you know whether to go watch these movies and pay for them or not. Hosts at whatsourverdict.com. Send us an email if there's a movie you want us to watch. You can check out our website, whatsourverdict.com, where you can see we'll have a list up soon about what 
The rest of September will include to keep up with the, the movies we're reviewing. So, yeah, do that. We appreciate you tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye now. Cinemagic out.